If you have a passion, you have something you love to do, go and do it. No matter who's saying you can't, no matter who wants to stop you, no matter what gets in your way, if you have a passion and a love for something in your heart, please do everything in your power to go and get it. Go and do it. Go experience it. Because life is nothing without your happiness. You have to be happy first and foremost. And if you have something that you love to do, whether you stuck right now in the situation and you and you thinking of it, just go and do it. Life is short. If you have a passion, please, especially for the younger, just keep pursuing it, man. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Growth Never Stops podcast. My name is Michael. And the guest of this month's episode doesn't need any introduction if you're from Luxembourg. It's my man, my former teammate, Luxembourg basketball legend, five-time national champion, Nelly, who's back on the podcast for another episode. We talk about basketball, we talk about life, and we talk about music and his new music tape that is about to come out on the 17th of February with his good friend Dominique Crawford, former professional basketball player here in Luxembourg as well. All right. With that being said, enjoy this one, guys. That was a great one. Guess who's Bizak back on the Growth Never Stops podcast? How you doing, bro? Uh, oh, I'm great, man. Definitely great. Appreciate you again because the first time you asked me on, appreciate it for the second time around. Definitely love the podcast. You're doing your thing. Always show support to my guy. But yeah, appreciate you for having me, my man. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, bro. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. So today, today, I wanted to talk about some basketball again, mm -hmm. but I also wanted to get into something else that you are getting started, getting going. We're going to talk about it later. Okay, yes, okay. The last, the last one, the last one, we went deep on that one. It was about two and a half hours. This one right. is going to be a little bit shorter, but we had some great feedback. Like you were so authentic. You kept it real. You kept it 100. And that's what people like. That's what's relatable. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good one again. That's for sure, man. <laughs> so can you tell us what's going on right now in Luxembourg with basketball? Because I, I saw that the women, they restarted, right? They restarted the league. So what's going on in, in the men's league right now? What's the plan? Um, so the plan is that we start February 27th first first games um also in the new plans is we have to get tested every week now because we plan so i mean it's definitely a step in the right direction because they actually taking some initiative to get us to play so i appreciate that like we got to do i mean i don't appreciate because i don't want to get tested every week <laughs> but i appreciate them going out their way so we can play so that and also uh no fans bummer also yeah, yeah like really now when we first started it was a few like they had limited now it's really going to be no fans at all Damn, you know just the team crazy. the coaches and that's it the referee so that's a definite downfall but uh other than that we're going to be playing actually more games a week now so we'll play like saturday or saturday wednesday sunday or like sunday wednesday saturday so we're going to be having like a little nba type <sighs> back to back to back so in that sense it's cool also and another thing that changed is this year it's going to be nobody moving down nobody yeah, yeah, moving yeah. up or down so the league is basically just playing for to see who's champion this year i mean it's cool but for me coming from my team us Heffigan, 
our whole goal last year was to make top six, you know, to right. stay in the league. And that was a big accomplishment. We did that. But now it's like this year, you know, the teams who kind of going down on their way out, you know, you want to kind of, you know, help it out. Like, all right, y'all, y'all seen us in the second league. Now it's your turn to go. But <laughs> they don't have that opportunity because now, of course, again, shutting it down. So, I mean, in that sense, it's kind of, it sucks. But all in all, we happy that we can play basketball again. I'm happy I could be in the gym practicing. The gyms are not closed. So, I mean, it's cool. You take the good and the bad and just and just roll with it, man. Yeah, man. So how has that been? Because you guys have only played like four to five games so far. Mm -hmm. How has the practice schedule been? Has it been regular practice or did you get some time off? Or what, what's going on? Uh, two preseasons in one season, basically. Oh. Oh. And you know, as a, as oh. a player, nah. preseasons <laughs> is always the worst It's vicious preseason. But it's always running, conditioning, getting your body back in shape. So, of course, when we started the season, we only actually played three games, then they stopped. Then we had what, two months off now. Right. Three, well, even three now. We stopped beginning of November, really. So, three months off. And now, yeah, getting back in shape preseason again, doing all these running tests and BS. <laughs> so I mean, in that sense, it's, it sucks obviously, but to be back out there, just to be able to have a ball shooting around playing with your guys in that sense, is great just to be able to be back out there again. So I ain't complaining. Would you say that you appreciate basketball more than ever right now? Oh That's yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. Cause it's never been a situation where it's literally been taken away. Like I, for me, I've had to, uh, been blessed to play for 12 years in Luxembourg consistent. So I've never got a chance, had a chance to like get sent home and not have a job for one year or whenever and have that feeling of really, I don't have basketball. Like it's taken away from me. And Corona had, had really took it away from us last season. We was on a, a making the playoffs. We ready right. to play the playoffs. Whole season stop. This season we start back up, stop it again. So it really has took the game away, and it makes you appreciate it with the utmost now. Like all the way appreciative to the game, just to even have practices, even if it's not ten guys in practice. You know, sometimes it's not ten guys, but <laughs> even if it's not fully loaded in practice, we rock it. We happy with just being out there to shoot. <laughs> play, you mean play amongst each other? So yeah, it's definitely been uh definitely the most the time I appreciate basketball the most in my life is right now. What do you think about that new format of having 12 teams in the first division? Do you prefer that? What well, are your thoughts on that? I actually, I for me, I think it's cool because it brings a little more competition and it gives two other teams a chance to win it. You never know. You feel me? It's a sport. You never know, of course. And yeah, it just uh, makes it a little more competitive. And I've been a part of the total league for so long where it's always been that, that format. So it's nice to see something different. Unfortunately, we can't really get to see the fullness of it right now. because you know, you can't go to these places, see the fans and all that. So it's, it's cool to look forward to it. So yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's cool. Man, and I did some research, so I looked up your stats a little bit for this season so far. And this is crazy, man. I mean, you what did you say? Year 12 right now? Year It's your 12th year. Yep. You are 35 now. 35. 
still averaging like 18 and eight, oh, 18 oh, points oh, and eight rebounds. And man, again, I, I asked this the last time, but I want to ask it again. Like, it feels like you, you're LeBron James out there, Benjamin Button, you know, <laughs> just, it's just not getting, you're just not getting older. So what's the secret, man? How do you manage to stay in shape and to continue to play at the highest level in country? Uh, well, first off, the man upstairs that blessed me with the uh, with the the physical body, the mental, the mental capacity to really be able to do this first off. And I would say five years ago, like when I really changed to to be vegan and eat healthy and, and live my life really on the healthy side, I would say that was the real change to where as though now at 35, I still feel great. Like I still feel like I can run up and down for 40 minutes the whole game without being, you know, having aches and pains. I'm still out there. Just the other day in practice, I caught a lob on Jonesy. He was on my back, too. Uh, <laughs> caught a lob, bang out with two hands on Jonesy in practice. Even everybody in practice was like, yeah, man, like, you still, hey, you you still, still do it. out the gym, bro. Like, <laughs> but it's crazy. Like, I would have even thought my legs at this point would be like, from all the pounding I've been doing over the years of jumping and jumping and jumping. But like I said, the vegan lifestyle, bro, like treating my body right, exercising when I have to, you know, stretching, doing, even got incorporated with yoga, meditating, bro, like getting my mind also in tune with my body. These last couple of years has really helped me like really feel like I'm still 26 out this now for real. <laughs> Man, that, that's how it feels. This, this is crazy. This is insane. And with all that's been going on since last year, uh, how did you how did you experience the, the, the past year? I mean, no, there was just so much going on with COVID, with all the restrictions. And uh, it's like it really tested pretty much all of us. So how, how did you get to experience? What, what did you get to, uh, uh, I don't well, know, get better at or whatever else it is? Well, uh, speaking of, yeah, like, uh, well, first off, obviously for everybody, like you said, it was just a shock. Like to be told that you have to stay inside and watch out for this and you can't really go nowhere. It was months where we really couldn't do anything. So it was like, always in the house then of course then this home workout start then you want to you know run up you go take a jog everything is outside now and I was lucky to have my son here and at the time I was still with my uh, ex-girlfriend so we was here so that was cool at least I had my little family here so we would always take him out and play with him outside and yeah on top of that I found my not found but got reconnected with the mic man during that time not having basketball I ended up starting to record a lot and just, you know, writing a lot. So it was it was good in that aspect because I really got connected back to the mic, something I really have a passion for, like basketball. And it, it's really cool to now see it all come to fruition, like with the whole everything, tape and all that we're going to talk about. But yeah, um, right. yeah, man, it's cool. Uh, other than that, just being, just seeing life and appreciating, like you said, appreciating basketball for Corona, but appreciating my own life just looking at things in a total different aspect from how we looked at them before and taking things for granted and the easy things of just even just going to see a friend was just so easy oh, i'm gonna Man. get in my car boom boom like you can't even do that it was like shut down for everything so it just ultimately made you appreciate life around you and ultimately your own life like how much more you really gotta appreciate this man like because 
it was tough, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, things in life can be taken away from you in an instant, in a second. Yeah. It has given us so much perspective and so much gratitude. <sighs> Crazy times, man. Unprecedented. Now, as far as basketball-wise, I had another question, and that is, I'm really curious to know how you manage to keep that love for basketball. Because you've been playing for a while, you've been playing for over a decade professionally, mm -hmm. and I, I have the feeling that some professionals, for example, in the NBA, a lot of some players, you can see that. They play for the money, they play for the status, mm -hmm. they play for whatever mm -hmm. it is it is. And you don't really see the love in it. You don't really see the, the grit and the grind and the hustle and the heart right. and the passion. And uh, that there is like a separation between the profession and right. the love for the game. How have you been able to maintain that throughout all these years? Uh, well, I mean, just, just saying it as like, yeah, some guys do it for the money, some guys don't like, It was always since basketball was given to me, like it was always just something I really loved and enjoyed just the aspect of playing the game. Of course, being professional, it's a lot more added things like as far as you having to really, it's your job. But even with it being my job, just the love for seeing how excited people get to come to the game, uh, do, doing stuff on the court, like guarding good players, making plays, like. All of that stuff goes into that love. Like just, just being out there with your comrades, man. The guys you go to war with every day in practice and just the tough times, maybe getting injured and getting back from an injury. I mean, all them things have, have just, it's just love for me. Like even the down times, losing or maybe, you know, like losing the championship. We done been there. Like Process. even those times, it's still, it's, I still have so much love for it. Even now, it's just like, man, like, I'm just, it's for me, it's so much like I'm grateful that I was given this opportunity because me as a player, I was never that player who would you would think that, oh, he going to go overseas, he going to make it big, he going to do this because I was just so based off athleticism, I'm undersized, I just play my own kind of lane. But yeah, man, like being able to come in Luxembourg and be professional for so long, it just made me love it even more. Like just so grateful for the opportunity and I would never just, You know, just never just look at it like, I'm just here to get my check, man. Like, oh, I'm here to cash out. Like, nah, bro, like, I've been blessed with this ability. People come out here to watch me, you know what I mean? Like, watch right. the team. I'm gonna give my all just because it, it's just love, bro. Like, it's really just just genuine love, bro, from everything I said. That's that's basically the gist of why I still have that love, man. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. And as far as the league these past years, do you feel like the game has changed a little bit. Like for example, for these past, let's say 67 years, it has changed a lot in the sense that uh, the game is faster right now. It's like fast pace, uh, a lot of three point shooting, a lot of threes and a lot of uh, going to, to, to the rim layups and uh, reduce mid range. And uh, especially as far as defense, uh, that is something that is kind of getting lost. And I was wondering, if these past years this has changed because you know you're like you're one of the greatest defenders this league has ever seen you're known for being a lockdown defender and myself that that's the type of player i was always uh hustling and always i, I was all about defense as well playing with pride on this end and i always struggle to to play um like with people 
who didn't have that pride and, and just right, right, focus right. on just on one end of the floor. Right, right, right. So how has the game looked like these past years? Do you I feel like there's been some some changes? Has changed a lot from my first early years in luck. It's way faster, and you said yep. everybody want to shoot now, like yep. everybody. So it's like really a shooter's game now, which definitely ain't up to my advantage. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but for me, like even though the game has changed a lot, for me it really is the same. Like I still hustle, I still strap up the best player, I'ma still get my points, rebound, putbacks, you feel me? Little post up. So for me, it really is the same in the sense of as 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 how my game, you know, uh attributes to it. I definitely see how it changes and different Americans who come in and out who have these games as far as like want to step out, but maybe taller and you think they're going to play more mid range game, but everybody want to shoot the three now. So I've definitely seen it from, you know, from outside looking in, but as far as on the court, when I'm out there playing, I still have the same feeling as far as me, like, all right, I'm going to set this hard screen roll. I'm going to get my lay. You feel me? Like the same things apply as far as me. I'm out there playing hard D. You know, all that stuff still apply, though. Yeah, man. I, I got one last basketball question, mm -hmm. and that is, can you take us through the process of what it takes to become a champion in this league? Because this is not given. Even if you, you have a, a great squad, even if you had great coaching staff and uh, great ball club, man, oof. Can you take us through that process? That, like, it's not given. Uh, it's that is uh, for sure not given. Uh, with all circumstances, of course, of course, you got to be put in the right situation. But with that being said, man, it's I mean, I mean, people hear all the time, hard work, dedication, like giving your all. But it's it's so true. Like, really giving everything to your craft. Like. If I have to wake up at four, uh, at uh, 10 in the morning to go lift weights when nobody there, I got to do it. You know, like I know these are things I have to do. Go shooting in the gym, even if if it's just me and coach there. You know, like I got to do these things, bro, just to, you know, better better my game and just be connected with the game, bro. It's crazy how as it sounds, but yeah, it's that simple, bro. Hard work, giving everything you have to what you love. Like if you really have a passion for it, you're going to be willing to sacrifice certain things for this passion, meaning hanging out or maybe going out with friends or chilling a little bit more, or yeah, you got to cut some things off in order to, to get to that, to that level, man. You got to really have, of course, people say all the time, but tunnel vision, like cut all that out and see what you want. And a, a big thing for me was writing things down and putting it up and seeing it. Like my first years in Lux, I would write down win a championship, uh, get the get the uh, championship bonus, uh, you know, like try to get MVP. And I stuck that on my wall. And every day I would wake up, I would look at that jump before shooting or before practice. Like, come on, like you on your way, like you gotta win it, bro. Like whatever goal it was I had, I would write it down. And for me, it was better to see it every day. Like, all right, I know I gotta keep going because I don't have it yet. And even when I did have it, the championship, it made it even more like I got more goals now because I accomplished it now. So now I got to lock in even more. But it's just as simple as sacrificing what you have to sacrifice for the passion you have and just having tunnel vision, man. Go after it with everything you have and and you will get it, really. Like, it's that simply said, but 
if you give everything to your craft or your passion, eventually you will get it if you're really doing it the right way, regardless. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a huge difference between wanting something and being committed to something, especially as a group. Mm -hmm. that's, that's just a whole nother level of commitment. And it also, it's it's one thing to, to win one championship, mm -hmm. but to go for several ones, several championships, several cups, I mean, that, that is a whole other stratosphere. Can you maybe tell us about, uh, you know, ha having a balance between being grateful for the championship you just won uh, and, and celebrating it, Mm -hmm. but also not being fully satisfied and going for more. Still have mm -hmm. keep that hunger, you know, after the first one, after right. the second one, how do you actually keep that hunger, man, that drive? Well, uh, it, the, the way you keep it is by winning. Because when you win, you feel all that goodness. <laughs> like, oh, we celebrating, we popping champagne, we on top of the world. So when that next season come, your whole mindset is we have to get back there because that, That is the uh, that is the pinnacle right now. Like to celebrate, to win it also, it gives you even more drive that next time around because you know it's going to be harder because everybody looking at you now as because you're the champion. So it's it's another test in that, but it makes it fun because you know you have another challenge ahead of you. Like, all right, now this year these teams is coming at us and we got to hold the fort. So it makes it even more of a challenge, but it's a good challenge, but to say like what you said, it's the, the celebration, the winning. That's what gives you that hunger to go back and do it that second time, that third time, that however many times, like you just want to get that, get to that spot again. And if, and some people have won once or you feel me? And, and that's it. But you always reaching for that, that level again. Like I want to reach that time where we was in the showers going crazy, <laughs> like wilding out with the bottles in there, got coats in there with his suit on. Like you feel me? Like you live to, to do that again and say, man, we had a great time winning and just, you know, with our bond, I could go for days with the T-71 bond. It was just different. Like we really was like connected at the hip. So that made it even a hundred times better. But yeah, just that, That feeling of winning and accomplishment and knowing you on top, that's the that's the burning drive yeah. and hunger that you get for to do it again, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I already said two times it's going to be the last basketball question, but I just want to get <laughs> into it more. It's, 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 it's the game, bro. Game, <laughs> <Damn>, real. <laughs> can, you, can you tell us, What uh, what are the ambitions right now with uh, U.S. Heffingen for this season? Do we have like a specific goal or just taking a game by game? Well, and um, now the season is kind of switched up. Obviously, our goal was always stay in the league, uh, make the playoffs. And I mean, that's the goal now. Obviously, nobody can drop down. So it's not really the fear of, damn, if we don't make it, we're going to be in the second league. So. That, of course, across the board for all teams, I'm sure that makes people play a little bit less with that with that burp, that thing on your shoulder, like, young, I gotta get it, you feel me? Like, now it's like, all right, we not moving down, so if so, whatever. But we definitely want to make, make the playoffs and try to make a run, man. Uh, last year, we was cut short. We didn't have a chance to play against Adela in the uh, playoff round. And yeah, we just want to make the playoffs go hard and, and take a step up above from what we did last year, which was, stay in the league and be we was fifth i think when the season ended last year 
So right. a step above that being maybe fourth place, making the playoffs, maybe win a, a round and go to the final four and, and go from there. But definitely uh, take a step up from what we did last season. All right, bro. All right. Now let's talk about music, man. Let's talk about music. So uh, just a, a month ago, it was your birthday and I wish you a happy birthday. And then you just told me like out of blue, out of nowhere. Oh, by the way, uh, I got a tape coming out with Nick. And I was like, w -w 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 what? 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 I didn't know anything. Like I'm not on social media anymore. I'm not on right. these major platforms anymore. So I don't really know what's going on with a lot of things. So you told me about it and then you even sent me a snippet and I watched it like with no expectations. Mm -hmm. Now I, I'm telling you, I was ready to roast you if it was trash. I was, I was ready to tell you the truth. Right. If it was, if it really wasn't that good, but right. I knew, I knew that you could spit. I knew that you got bars. Right. I've seen it tons of times <laughs> fresh off the top freestyle i mean crazy like really really talented man i'm like i'm really saying it because i've been listening to to hip-hop right. since i've been you like I, i started listening to hip-hop when i was in my mother's room that's what i was saying <laughs> you know? so i know i know right. and uh I, i i watched that snippet i listened to, to it and shit man it blew my mind man i really didn't expect that it was fire straight up like no cap it was fire i watched it three times in a row and i couldn't believe i was damn, I, <laughs> i didn't know that nick could spit as well i had no idea man mm -hmm. so sh shit man please tell us how did that come about why why not earlier and what why well um speaking of when we we spoke of corona when it came um our season was cut short uh last march so really I, that's my job. So I was in Luxembourg and I really had nothing just, you know, hanging with my son and chilling because we couldn't do anything. And during that time, I had uh, got a mic and I was using my laptop and I would just start to uh, write again, like just feeling the vibes again and, and listening to beats and stuff. And it just it just came to me to write neat and be like, hey, bro, now is the is a time where I really have the chance to really lock in with writing and, and making stuff. What do you think about really taking it serious and let's do an album or a mixtape? And he was with it. And from, from that point on, that day, we literally would look for beats every day uh, on YouTube and find ones we like, create a hook. And this was all like what we doing now through uh, Zoom or through WhatsApp calls, because he was in the States at the time. He wasn't in Luxembourg and obviously you couldn't travel. So right. we was doing all this on calls and with the time difference. So I would have to wait like 12 at night until he get off work and stuff. So, and yeah, we were just taking ideas, taking them back and forth, get this song. Okay, you got the hook, let me hear your verse. And we would spit each other verses back. And then it was one song, then two, three, now it's 12 for the, the mixtape. We got 12 songs. And uh, yeah, man, um, when me and Neek first met, give you a little glimpse, we met in Luxembourg playing ball. Neek played Bazova, I played with T71. And we met and we was cool off the rip, just off of basketball aspect. But when we first linked together, like I chilled at his crib, he had beats on, he had music on. And I'm, I'm knowing me, you know me, I'm just start spitting off yeah, rip. Right. Like, oh, this <laughs> you mean? And then he like, oh, you, you rap? And I'm like, yeah, he like, oh, I rap too. So that instantly was like, oh yeah, now you really could be my man. And then bro, when I say every little ride we went on, 
maybe it'd be Brussels, Germany, going somewhere. We would have tapes in the car, like of just instrumentals, and we would freestyle the <laughs> whole ride wherever we was going, everywhere, every year, bro, until he would leave. And he, we would even tell each other, like, man, if we ever get a chance to make some songs, but it would be tough because we we was always rapping. And Nick ended up leaving Lux. You know, long story short, I still play here. I'm still hooping. You feel me? He living his life. But Corona came, and lo and behold, it was a perfect time for it. And we locked in, like you reiterate the sacrifice. If you want it, if it's something you're passionate about, you're going to give that time. And man, we gave our time, we gave our energy, and it's really something special. Like you've seen a snippet of one song, and you even felt it. But man, it's 12 songs. It's uh, our name actually is DUO, Delivering Unique Output. That's something we all. <laughs> Came up with ourselves. Obviously, we are two, so we are duo. So we start. We try to split the words up, so it means something more than just two guys. So yeah, man, we we want to give something unique to people, not the sound you normally hear right now. We not really so much conscious rap, but we definitely not trap or like trap rap either. Yeah, yeah. We're more in the middle of just like a a good vibe. Not so much old school, not so much new school in the middle, but just bro, just good vibes. You feel me? You gonna listen to it. Women can listen. We got some lady songs on there. We got some party songs. We got some serious ones, like the one you heard, like really spitting right. bars. And it's just a, a mix of everything. And it just shows us, man. Like we really just getting to it. We got some songs where we going back and forth the whole time, a few jumps like that. Also the regular typical way, but man, just love for the music between us and manifesting that together has created this whole thing, which is, the go-to, the mixtape is coming February 17th. MJ birthday. MJ, yeah. <laughs> MJ birthday, uh, February 17th. Michael Jordan's birthday, I'll man. my little and all that at the end. But yeah, y'all gonna link in, follow us. We gonna have content up. And yeah, man, music, like you said, you've heard me rapping yep. in Light Bar with the mic. I did a performance right. at M Club with beats before. Just music always was something like with basketball, hand-to-hand. Like I loved it to death from from the moment I really started listening and like really hearing lyrics and writing myself, man. And it's just uh, so happens that that blessing came upon us, man. And, and we took full advantage, young. Like at the end of the day, we have nothing to lose. We just, we do music because we love it. And and now we giving people a chance to hear it. So we just, we just more so want to get people feel on, you know, our music make them feel good. Like that's my main thing with the music is, I want to give my words and have people come back to me and be like, man, that one track got me through my day, man. I was having a rough day. That one track really pushed me through. Or, man, at the party, we was having a great time. Your one song, like, I'm in it for that. Like, I just want to make people feel good, give out positive energy, man, and just make make music how we give it, not always about how music is now, like downgrading women or right, right. talking about drugs all the time and money and stuff like this, like, we want to give a different feel to it, man. Like, given our experiences of traveling the world, playing basketball, we we tap into all that, man. Like, really, like, getting into all them type of things, but from our perspective, and it's really cool. And, yeah, I just hope everybody going to enjoy it on the 17th when it drops. People who know, know me, know me, that's going to really listen, I think they really will enjoy it. But, yeah, man, uh, just a blessing in itself, man, to be able to still hoop, and do what I also love in music at the same time, bro. Like, really being able to do it is, is just unmatched, bro. I have no words, really, like, to be able to. It's unmatched, man. 
Man, I, I'm really excited for this one. I'm going to be bumping to that for sure, bro. Yeah. <laughs> big shout out to Nick, by the way, man. If he yeah, listens sir, to this, shout big shout out to Nick. Like, he's really appreciating when he was in Luxembourg. Like, people loved him. And great dude, great player. So, big shout out to Nick. Yes, sir. And how was the, the process like? The, the writing, the, like, the beats of production? Because it's, it's not that... You know, people always see the the final product. Right. They think like, oh, they think you just something it can be done. And boom. <laughs> right, right. But that's not how it works, right? <laughs> so tell us more. Definitely about not. It. Definitely not. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's definitely a process in itself. Obviously, our first part was okay, find a beat that we like. So with YouTube nowadays, you can go on YouTube and it's millions of producers they're putting their beats out trying to get people to buy them. So I would be up some nights till 3 a.m. just just listening to different beats, bro. Like, all right, this one, okay. And I would save it. This one, not good. Next one. And, and save all the ones that I thought was good. And Nick would do the same at home. And we would come together with those and then pick out the actual ones that was like, this could really be on the tape for real. Like, and then from that, like, okay, how do this song make you feel? Like, okay, it's giving me this type of vibe. Okay, let's go with, let's go with the hook with that. You mean? Cause it's giving us that feeling. Then, Either me or him come up with a hook. We go over it, maybe change a few words. Okay, that's the hook. Then, all right, bro, do your verse. And on his time, he do his verse. I would do my verse. Um, me, I like to just play the, the beat a few times, feel it a little bit. And, and, and once we, we got the hook and we know what, we, what the song is about, it's easy then. Then I can just go into my mind and just, okay, you mean uh, we got a song called Vacay on the uh, mixtape. And it's, it gives you the vacation feeling. You want to get away. So it's easy to, to, for me to talk about, you know, going on vacation. And in my mind, how I see it, I'm just going, you know, to the beat. I'm, I'm right in mind. And when we were finished, we would come back to each other and let each other hear it. Like, all right, let me hear your verse. Let me hear your verse. And if it was good for both of us, to the next song. And then that process was through all 12 jumps, like finding the beat, then getting the hook, boom, 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 getting the verse. And yeah, man, it's, it, it made it so much more fun because we really was having to put hours in of work and really like looking and finding and getting the sound we really like, you know, like, and it's, it's two people, it's not one. So when you by yourself, you can just, okay, I like this, I like that. But when it's two people, you got to actually like, bro, is this all right? This cool, right. Or how this sound? Yeah. It's got to be collective. So with that and, and not even being able to be with me doing that whole process, was crazy and then I was able to go home in July through the through the graces of God my mom flew me out and during corona crazy I was able to go home and I went to Detroit and we we made the whole mixtape while I was there for um two weeks two and a half weeks three weeks we did the whole thing I went to Detroit and we just knocked it out man that was quick and, uh, damn yeah, we, had, we had everything laid out but obviously we had to go to the studio to, right. to get it done but Man, it was it was always me and him. A few times his uh his his fam, his uncle and a few friends came through. But man, for the most part, it was just me and him locked in. Bro, let's get this done. Let's make sure it sound good. Like we took it serious as if we was, bro, this championship game, I'm ready to strap nice. up, do whatever it takes to win. Like it was that mentality. And that's the great thing about it, because we both see it in that view. Like we not, it's not one of us that too high, one of us too low. We both even kill when it comes to what we want out of it. Like we want people to hear, we want to touch people and, and, and to go from there. And man, man, when you hear the all 12 together and like 
the whole tape and what it's about, you will feel like like what I'm telling you now because I listen to it every day for the <laughs> year. Like I've been listening to it nonstop. So, but for the people to really hear it and like when you listen to it one, two, three, and really vibe out, then you'll see like we really put our time and effort into this, bro. Like no mistake, we put our time and effort and sacrifice a lot. Like man, I went through a lot during that time. Like not having, not being in a relationship no more. A lot of different things, but. You know, we stayed, we stayed the road, we stayed locked in, and lo and behold, February 17th, shorty. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Man, I heard you making like some references to to sports, to basketball. And I want to ask you how you would compare all of that to basketball. Because you know how it is. A lot of ballers, they want to be rappers, and a lot of rappers, they want to be ballers, and there's always been a connection. Oh. So how would you compare all of that as, as far as, you know, putting in the, the reps, the, the hard work and just the time and the perfection? Man, I would really say, like, for me, because I'm doing both, it goes hand in hand, bro. <laughs> really, it goes hand in hand. Like, me going to the gym to work out and work on my shot or whether it's lift weights, that's me going and listening to beats and writing and, and just writing and seeing if I'm going to take this word or take it out, no, or You know, let me hear the next beat. It's this equivalent of working out. And then the game is putting that song out. Like, all right, now we doing the song. That's game time. Like, it's game time. Lock, lock in. Make sure my voice right. Make sure I'm I'm saying it clear. Make sure I'm on the right levels. Make sure I'm on beat. You know, like, that's the game time. You got to be, make sure everything sounds good. And if it don't, the producer, my man Tone, who was there, uh, who was helping us out with everything, you know, he'll tell you, uh-huh, that didn't sound good, you know? run it again or your voice was too low or double that back like that's the game you got to be ready and prepared and there's going to be mistakes made but you got to push through and, and, and get that win man and every track finished was the win and so for me it's really just equivalent man like the work you put in is what you're going to get out of it if you're working hard and listening to beats and writing and taking your time with it you're going to get something good out of it if you just throwing on the beat saying whatever boom boom whatever throwing it out there You going, you know, you're going to get received the same. So to me, I say it will go hand in hand because I'm really like actually living it right now. It's crazy, yeah. but it really goes hand in hand, bro. Like I be locked in like it's a game when I'm in the studio. Like not to say I'm not joking or I'm not playing around or we laughing, but it's game time for me. Like I want to make sure when people hear it, they're going to be like, oh yeah, Nelly was talking his talk. He was serious. He was, you mean? Like you want to know, you know? Flow state in the zone, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> And you know that one of the biggest worries that people deal with, deal with is how other people perceive them, what they think about them. And can you keep it 100 with us? And, you know, uh, is it easy for you to put yourself out there like that, especially as a professional athlete? Because you know how it is. Mm. People like to talk shit Opinion. about athletes Opinion. who go into different endeavors And saying stuff like, oh, stick to basketball. Oh, you should be in the gym no, 24-7. No, no. So how do you deal with that? Oh, man. First of all, the, the perception part, like people hearing you and, and taking what they take from it and giving their own opinion. Man, like me rapping from younger, like 18, I remember rapping with my guys and we put a song out. And I was so concerned about like how people would hear me and if they think it would be 
if it would be whack or if it sounded corny or if I said something weak, like I would be so concerned about the the outside effect of it. And then like this time around, as I'm older and I grew a bit, like I look at it as I do with basketball. Cause me coming in, I didn't have no shot. My shot was ugly. I'm not no handle and make it look nice. I'm athletic. I'm gritty. I play hard. People might not think it looked the nicest, but <laughs> I I had a mentality coming in with basketball. Like, I don't give a damn what nobody say about my game, bro. Like, I'm going to play my game the best of my ability. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If so, you may take it and run with it. But that's what I applied to the rap. And now as being, a, a, as being 34, 35 when I started, but... Like, I really had the mindset as I'm making these rhymes and these songs with Neek, like, bro, I don't care if anybody have anything bad to say about it or if they say it's this, that. I do not care. Like, my my confidence in what I'm saying and how I feel about the music right now is at an all-time high, bro. Like, when I say, Deuce, when we get in the car, the radio is on, he'll be saying, put that in music. Like, he know my, my song, bro. Like, <laughs> You don't understand how much of a king that is just for me, for him to say that, let alone any people like my my friends or whoever. Like, bro, Deuce knows I do music. He knows that that song. He knows some of the words, bro. Like, it's crazy. It's mind-blowing to me. Like, for, <laughs> So when I see things like that, it just makes me feel like, bro, like I could care less if somebody say, oh, they weak or why they not talking about this or whatever. Like, I know from my heart, I'm saying what I'm saying, and it feels good. Neek like it. We we rocking with it. We throwing that out. But the perception-wise now, I definitely have a, a different eye toward it rather than how I was younger. Like, I really was concerned about that. Now, I could care less, really. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, bro, Nick, people can say it's trash. Don't listen to it. Okay, cool. Like, I'm listening to that every day in my car in the crib for the last – yeah, even when we had the beats, I was playing the beats in my car and rapping them while I'm driving with just the beat. You feel me? Like, I've been locked into this from way back. So for me, I mean, take it how you want it, but just know we put everything into it, bro. Like, you, you're going to hear that it wasn't just BSing. You feel me? Right, man. Who are some of the, the artists that mm. have inspired you or who currently inspire you? Are there some 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 artists, some rappers that you, you know, took something from them? Yeah, starting off rapping back in the day, younger, like 15, 16, it was Jay-Z, man. Like just hearing being him being from Brooklyn, where I'm from, and then the, how he used the words. And uh I used to be uh when I was 15, I used to get on punishment a lot, like stay in the house, you stuck in the house today, like <laughs> doing bad stuff, whatever. So when I would be on punishment, I would have like the tape player and I would play Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt like over and over and over. And I would get to the point where I would write down his lyrics by listening to it, just writing down what he's saying and then repeating it back. Like, so I know the words to the song. And that's what first got me into like, actually like writing with the pen and like being really in tune to what words go with the beat and stuff. But Jay-Z first, and of course, Fab, another Brooklyn guy, Fabulous. He was more my teenage, like, growing up years, and he was, like, brought out a whole new wave. So when he came out, of course, him being from Brooklyn, too, it was like, man, that's, like, complete inspiration. But throughout this time, you know, I was playing ball. So it was never like, man, I want to do this musically. I always loved it and knew, man, if I ever took music serious, I maybe could do something with it. But it was always hooping first. So 
with that being said, yeah, man, Jay-Z, Fab, man, it's a lot of rappers I listen to, but more so, I would say Jay-Z, Fab, Nip, Nip is oh, definitely man. top for me. Uh, rest in peace, Nip, and Bankroll Fresh, rest in peace, Bankroll. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Those are guys I listen to on the regular. I'm really not even up to date with music for real lately, because I only listen to that. Like, I only listen to Nipsey. I only was getting back. I listen to older Jay-Z Jones, you really older Fab Jones. So I'm really not connected with music right now and all the new artists, but those are the ones, man. Nipsey especially, like him passing and the words he say and how he talk about his road to getting it and how much you got to, if you want something, just go for it and your passion and how much you giving it. Bro, he's a lot it, of what pushed me to to really get my music out now. Like he's somebody who really got me the confidence to be like, I don't care what people think about my words. Like, I don't care if somebody say that sounded weak or like he really gave me that instilled that in me over this last year. Like just listening to his interviews and maybe listening to songs over and over what he's saying, just like, like in my head saying to myself, do it cause you love it. And whatever else happened, gonna happen. Like just do it, bro. Like. You know, go out on that ledge and take that leap, bro. Like, that's really it. But for sure, top three, Jay-Z, Fab, Nip, bro. That's that's like inspiration. Like, the most inspiration I can get, man, for real. That's 100, man. That's solid. I'm feeling it. You know, you know how I feel about all of them, man. <laughs> Jay-Z is my, my top five of all time. Exactly. Uh, Fab is like one of the best punchline rappers of all time. I mean, he... I also yeah, grew up listening to, to Fab, <laughs> the boys. Oh my goodness, man! And, and Nip, I mean, we, we already talked about Nip on, on the last podcast. Yes, and yes, shit, yes. man, uh, there, there's no words to to put on Nipsey Hussle. Yes, no Rest in peace to Nip. Yes, sir. Uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, man. Let's get let's get to the last segment of this podcast. It's gonna be very short. And first of all, I want to ask you if there are any shout outs you would like to give. Oh, yes, for sure. You know, BK style. Shout out, King. Um, shout out, obviously, my brother, Nick. Guaranteed DUO type thing. We about to make this mission come alive. Shout out my youngin', do so, do so. <laughs> that I love you. You feel me? Shout out my fam and BK in the States, everywhere. Yeah, man. Shout out my folks in Lux who rocking with me and whoever's watching this. Link in with the group, man. Link in with the ride, the wave. We gonna bring some nice stuff to you. And man, you gonna maybe wanna give us a shout out one of these days, you feel me? Nice, man. And can you tell us where people can connect with you? Yes, sir. Uh, Instagram at official D-U-O. So official, regular official and D.U.O. That's on Instagram. And um, right now we we in the mix of making the YouTube plays, the SoundCloud plays, but the uh, mixtape going to be out February 17th on all platforms, Spotify, Dadfib, Tidal, all those platforms free of charge because we're not going to charge nobody. It's our first tape. We giving it free of charge. And yeah, man, other than that, link up with us on the gram, bro. Official DUO. We're going to have posts. We're going to have content. We're going to have new music. Everything you going is that's the hub for everything is that Insta. And then from there on, we going on there, you'll see the YouTube page, the SoundCloud, and you'll be able to link in our other things through our Instagram. So official D.U.O on Instagram, man. All right, cool, man. And I know you just said it's free of charge, but is there any way as anybody could, could support? 
you know, like a, a donation oh, yeah. link, something you, like that. Uh, the best way for, I would say, to support us is if you follow, just repost, man. Repost the, yeah. the page. Repost what we posting on the uh, on the page, man. Just just shout us out, man. Just to just to get more ears, you know, more people to see it, more people to hear it. And that's for us the uh, the best thing about it. Just getting more people to hear the vibe and, and try to get in tune with it. So yeah, just reposting our stuff on the page, man. Just shouting us out. That's really it. All right, man. Now before we get to the last question. We are gonna play a little game. Huh? <laughs> a little game. <laughs> hey, my man. Shout out, my man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So <laughs> I'll throw out a word, uh -huh. and you gotta tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word that I'm throwing okay. out there. And you can answer with one word or one sentence. Okay. And the only rule is that you cannot repeat yourself twice. You cannot give the same answer. Ah, for every the word that I give. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I got here about eight to nine words. Okay. So here we go. Basketball. Life. Championships. Ooh. A great feeling. U.S. Heffingen. My gang. Music. Also life. You cannot oh, repeat this No, but I would say I music is the second the second chapter of my of my life after basketball. Cool. Hip hop. Mm. Just man, passion, energy, feeling, good feels, love. <laughs> <laughs> Family. Uh, all love. All love. That's all I'm going to say about family. All love, bro. Luxembourg. Second home. Legacy. Uh, great guy. Always smiled. Always had a good attitude. And uh, always show respect, man. And then one more. We got life life uh i would say um uh, doing everything i need to in order for deuce to have a great life when i'm gone all right now now we are getting we're gonna get to the last question and <laughs> it's the same question as the last time and i'm gonna contextualize it a little bit more even even contextualize it a little bit more Let's imagine that you got about 30 seconds to share a message with the entire world. Mm -hmm. And it's breaking news all around the world. The entire world can listen to you. The seven to eight billion people in the world can listen to you. Everybody understands English. The stage is yours. And here's that question then. What is your message to the world? Plain and simple, if you have a passion, you have something you love to do, go and do it. No matter who's saying you can't, no matter who wants to stop you, no matter what gets in your way, if you have a passion and a love for something in your heart, please do everything in your power to go and get it. Go and do it. Go experience it. 
because life is nothing without your happiness. You have to be happy first and foremost. And if you have something that you love to do, whether you stuck right now in the situation and you and you thinking of it, just go and do it. Life is short. If you have a passion, please, especially for the youngest, just keep pursuing it, man. Don't let nobody tell you, whether it's family, friends, uh, colleagues, people you look up to, if it's something that's in your heart, really, and you really know it's for you, please go after it and don't let nothing stop you. Man, bro. <laughs> Shit. That, hey, that's a great way to finish it off, man. And I just want to thank you again. Acknowledge you. Thank you. Uh, it's always a pleasure to reconnect with you and mm -hmm. just having these regular ass conversations that we would even have uh, like off off screen, off record. Right, and, right. You know, there's not a lot of things to say. Like, we're brothers for life. That's the only thing I can say. Right. And I'm wishing you for this year. I'm wishing you a lot of abundance, a lot of prosperity for your loved ones as well. And just make sure that we max out this year, even if the same consensus are still not right. But we still don't have, like, max it out. And, yeah, enjoy life to the fullest, like you always say, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, my man, always, like, giving me a little platform to, you know, let my voice be heard, especially with this music thing uh, coming on now. So I definitely appreciate you the second time around. I'm yes, on sir. Two times, y'all. <laughs> you mean? I'm a regular up on this job, for real. But hey. now, as always, Mike, you know, even if we don't see each other often, it's always love, bro. You always. Life. You already know we go way back. Always. Like, yeah, 100. Yeah, man, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, for all the people listening, make sure you check it out. The project is coming out on February 17th. It's very, very soon. I'm going to publish this podcast tomorrow. Today we are the 13th, so it's going to be the 14th, and you have yeah, a couple of love. days to get prepared. And, man, so excited. Shit. All love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. Peace out, guys. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode with my man Nelly. Make sure you check out the tape as soon as it is out. I'm really excited for it. The little snippet I already got to see was straight up fire. And the links will be in the description as soon as it drops. And feel free to tell us what you liked the most about this episode. And you're more than welcome to share it online and with your friends. I'm going to finish up with a long quote from the late, great Nipsey Hussle. It's the intro from a song, I Do This, which always gives me chills. So here we go. Long-winded, running through this life like it was mine. Never settling, but it's setting every goal high. 1,000 burpees on the path to my own destruction or success. But what is the mistake without the lesson? See, the best teacher in life is your own experience. None of us know who we are until we fail. They say every man is defined by his reaction to any given situation. Well, who would you want to define you? Someone else or yourself? Whatever you do, homie, give your heart to it and stay strong. Alright, that's it for today. Take care of yourself. Peace out. Grow, never stop.